Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Movie Council podcast. My name is Tim Sherry. I'm your host. I don't know why I say good evening. I really don't. Yeah, people People listen listen in the morning, in the afternoon. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know why. I think it's because, well, I know it's because it's the fucking evening right now. And I I, I don't, I just, it's, it's clear. I don't know what I'm doing here, but I'm trying my best. Uh, We are, we are back to talk about movies. I'm sorry. Your boys are back to talk about movies. The esteemed colleagues are here for another week. We have a real fun topic again this week, taking a break from the laughing stock tournament, which is going swimmingly, I would say is a Hmm. word for it. Swimming. I agree with that. Yeah. People are people are big fans of the Laughing Stock Tournament. We'll be getting back to that next week, but we have a fun episode tonight with a great topic. Topic. Let's do what we always do. Let's go around the panel and talk to my boys, your boys. And we'll start it off like usual with the co-founder, the COO, one of the best movie guys I know. But most importantly, the hot shot banker, my big bro, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, man? How you doing? This dance we do, TW. You know, we've talked about this for a couple of weeks now. I'm not, I'm not biting. I'm not biting. Uh, all right. I, I'm looking for a catchphrase. It's not. It's. I'm going to shake you down. I'm going to shake you down. You Listen, gotta, it's going to happen. I, I tell you what. I think we act. Tim already has a catchphrase. I love little children. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and, I, and you know, and you know, I started something last week, and I'm going to lean heavily into it. I think mm-hmm. more often. Mm-hmm. And that's hey <laughs> <laughs> so, Expect more of that. Our our rabid fan base should expect more mm-hmm. of that. Those. Uh, uh, I'm sure our rabid fan base will probably think uh, AJ. Fuck yourself. All right. Going way too early on the sound bites. I know. I know. You've, you've been, you've been chopping right. at the bit all week. I, I get it. I get it. All right. Um, let's, uh, let, let's keep going. Let's keep going around the, the panel. Let's talk to our social media mogul. My big bro. The I forget some. I think you were like a production assistant, producer. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, oh, producer. Sorry. Uh, I don't know. I, I've lost track. Um, uh, he is. Again, my big bro, but most importantly, the chief boy toy, Mr. Dan Sherry. Look at all sexy in his glasses, like usual. Oh, yeah. How you feeling? Rocking the specs, baby. <laughs> yeah, uh, for your whole life. Oh, hell yeah. So, That's not unusual. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, this, uh, this laughing stock tournament has been super fun. So uh, if you're listening, you please give us some. Uh, we, we got the matchups up on uh instagram and facebook so you can go on and vote got some Uh, votes in already yeah yeah you can follow us it's at movie council pod and if you got some you know something more you want to say you can send us an email to movie council pod at gmail.com lovely lovely how you know what that not all business dp how are you you doing all right Ah, I'm doing well, actually. Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. had a, uh, I mean, uh, 
you know what? Yeah, the, throw the sheets off. Let's go all out. So, you know, I was talking last week about us pissed at my job because yeah. I asked for a raise and they fucking lowballed me. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was about to leave and then I had a meeting today and they like tripled their fucking offer on my raise. Fuck off. Nice. Oh, fuck yeah. And I was like, oh. All right, so I will stay. So yeah, I'm nice. in quite a good mood. I went from that'll, being that'll very work. unhappy with what they offered me to being very happy with what they offered me. It's, so. it's, it's nice when they tickle your balls on occasion. Isn't yeah, it? that's after, all I want. After all those years of them kicking tickle. you in them, just <laughs> yeah. yeah, just punching you in them repeatedly. <laughs> and then and then you, yeah, no, that's nice. That's nice. So yeah. Good for you. So. Congratulations, DP. Yeah, yes. thank you, sir. Thank I, you. I know this probably this might shock a lot of our listeners, but this podcast doesn't make us rich. You know, we gotta. Yeah. We actually have jobs and things yeah, that we right. go to all day. <laughs> I am a hotshot yes. banker. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It doesn't true. make us rich yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a matter of time. I mean, we've only been doing it for a fucking year. But all right. But any any Hoosiers, let's uh, let, let's 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 do your favorite part, DP. I know you love it, AJ. I know you I love it, Marky. Can't wait. He loves it the most. He really, really does. Let's swing it on down to Charlotte. We're gonna talk to my boy, my. <laughs> director of security, my director of art, the director of colored pencils, but most importantly, the sexy, handsome, sultry, bearded, smooth talking Southern gentleman, Mr. Marky Bondurant. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Thank you, as always, for that. Um, I feel like uh, I, I'm, I'm inspired by DP's story. I want to. I want to go in and, and ask for a, a big raise and threaten to walk out. Hopefully, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, I'm not asking for a raise here on the Movie Council podcast next week. Being right. losing my day job and all, but no, that sounds fantastic, DP. I'm excited for you. Thank um, And yeah, I'm doing all right. You know, uh, always busy with work and just ready to get to talk to movies, man. As always, ready to kick back with you guys and shoot the shit. Hells yeah. Like, and it's your topic this week. Um, you got a good topic. It's a topic a that we've one, been, yeah. uh, we've been threatening to do for like four months now. And we're, we're right. just going to get to it. But before we do, I do have one thing uh, that we got to get to before we get into this. Um, we have been cited by human resources again, oh, uh, just oh, so you guys boy. know. Here it's been go. a little while. Here DP, we go. DP, DP. Don't yes, play sir. stupid, first of all. <laughs> Don't play stupid. You know goddamn well what this is all about. What? First of all, what I do now. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, how dare you, DP? Why? How dare you go behind my back? Why? You know, God. Okay. All right. You know what? Let's just you get know to what? it. Hey, I, I'm just going to play dumb. Why, why, why don't you tell us what? Human resources. Yeah, tell us. I, I got no a fucking memo earlier today <laughs> from this bitch that I've been trying to take down for months in our human resources department. That it's just a a thorn in my side. While at the same time, the grandmother to Marky's firstborn. So mm -hmm. you know, it's a, I know it's a little rough for you, Marky. So, um, AJ, just so you know, you and I have been cited. Ooh, by yeah, human I resources. Didn't do anything. Yeah, don't. Yeah, you never do anything, right, AJ? Well, well, our uh, your 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 little bro. I'm sorry, your middle bro. Apparently complained about us. All right, because I have this memo here from the Weezer that I got earlier today. Uh, memo: 
as we discussed previously, the movie co- okay, you know, the whole, you know, that whole beginning show he starts with. Boilerplate. Yeah, right. Et cetera, um, et cetera. We're committed right. to excellency. Yeah, uh, we oh, you shut up. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Says I received a recent complaint. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hold on. This is this is how ridiculous she is at her uh, job. A I received a, I received a anonymous recent complaint and then in parentheses from Dan um, <laughs> that you and Andy are interrupting everybody over and over saying quote hey oh <laughs> uh, she also threw out there that I dropped the C-bomb again last week which is true I think hey oh is comedy gold why is that a complaint uh, well DP apparently had a problem with it because let's, to, to be fair AJ he was the biggest victim of it last week um <sighs> And he he was unhappy. He felt like uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not backing you up on this. I'm sorry. You know I'm what? Even it, it was an anonymous complaint. Okay. DP. Just because she said it was me doesn't mean it was me. <laughs> That's true. I, okay. <laughs> uh, so as we try to grow the the oh god, her grammar. You're right, AJ. Uh, as we uh, try to grow the podcast, this could affect the success. Miserable. Of the Your behavior could affect future employment. And again, I want to remind you to again. Here we go. This just. Uh, remind you to model the behavior of Marky Bondurant, who seems to follow all the rules and takes these memos seriously, and not just because I'm his mother-in-law. Uh, we want and he, to de- and, he, and he definitely sees all the movies too. So. Oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's diligent uh, in his in his, in, in his, <laughs> in his preparation. Research. Yeah, uh, we want to we want to attract more listeners that live in the U.S., not just our China followers. That's uh, yeah. not wrong, uh, but. I, I, I'm not, not right. really sure that's a hornet's nest I want to kick. But anyways, um, <laughs> let's work together to immediately correct the behavior and start showing respect. Okay. Um, There's some dissension being sowed here. Yeah, mm. she wants to come on the podcast, of course. If you want me to come on, I've left the policy below. Uh, in closing, <laughs> again, this behavior is pretty... Yeah, right. Um, Danny, your language has improved until you told TW we need to bring the, quote, C word back. <laughs> uh, I appreciate appreciate your commitment. This warning uh, this evening is specifically geared towards uh, uh, I, I, Timmy. She keeps calling me Timmy. I can't I can't get down with it. And right, and AJ, uh, as I always appreciate all your hard work and delivering an amazing podcast, uh, Timmy. Just because this is your last season doesn't mean you need to break all. The- whoa 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 whoa. What was that? That's nothing. That's nothing. Don't worry. Uh, forget I said. No, anything. no, no. She, no she spoke, what do you mean? She spoke out of turn. She spoke out of turn. She doesn't know. Out, out of turn about know. this being your. What do you mean? This is no, your last. Don't worry. Season. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Well, I mean, I think we gotta worry, right? No, that, that, uh, she. Uh, she's clearly not doing her job correctly. She doesn't know. Well, what uh, trust me. Uh, I. I had an anonymous complaint, and she named me, so I know. <laughs> I know she's not great at her job, but. She can't just throw in this as your last. She's what terrible does she mean by that? Job. Don't worry about it. Okay. I, Don't worry. You, you know what? Put it this way. If you're going to be leaving the, the, the movie council, we should know about it. Shouldn't we? I'm not leaving the movie council. Okay. All right. She just, she, she fucked up there. Okay. Are, gonna, you, leave, gonna... are you leaving the movie council podcast? I, AJ, AJ, That's I will speak question. to you guys. They're two different things. I will speak yeah. to you guys in private about this. Okay. Uh, there's a lot of moving there's I, a lot of moving parts here okay i gotta i gotta be honest i'm kind of worried now don't be, I, i'm don't be. getting the impression tim's leaving i'm not leaving so hey guys what do you think uh marky you want to be the new host <laughs> 
I mean, Good oh wait, no, Tim, we can't do it without you. Tim, we need you. Yeah, yeah. Give it. Give us your. Give oh. us your, Marky. Yeah. Give us your intro. Yeah. The sultry. The welcome, talking. welcome, welcome to the movie council podcast. This is a fucking circus. What the All hell right. is it? I liked it. I'm not a fan. Anyways, um, I don't know what she's talking. You gotta about. stay then, guys. I, I I will correct her nonsense. All right. Okay. Let's get to the topic this week. All right, Marky, it is your turn. Um, and uh, like you said uh, a little while ago, I referenced we have um, we've been fucking with this idea for a while. I feel like we've gone to do it at least twice and then never did. And we really mm-hmm. should have because it's a great topic. Marky, why don't you tell us what it is tonight? What are we doing? All right, so we're doing another actor spotlight, and we're going to be talking about Sam Rockwell, which is a movie council favorite. Hey, oh, around sorry, here. Hey, oh, <laughs> no, that's well warranted. Yeah, yeah, right, right. We really do love this guy. We talk about his movies and his work all the time, and we've been talking about doing a spotlight for him for quite a while. So we thought it was high time to go ahead and just pull the trigger and give him his full own episode. And I prepared a uh, short bio for you guys. I did a little bit of research, learned a little bit. I'll go ahead and let you guys know what I found out. Um, So Sam Rockwell was born in 1968 in Daly City, California, making him 52 years old currently. Looks great. Yep. He is five foot nine inches tall. (laughs) His parents are Pete Rockwell and Penny Hess, who were both uh, active actors and actresses at the time. He is an only child, Sam is. Um, When he was two years old, him and his parents moved to New York. His parents split when he was five years old. He went to go live with his dad in San Francisco and would spend summers with his mom in New York. Uh, He got into acting when he was 10 and went to a arts high school. Um, I'm not sure where he did high school, if that was in New York or California. Um, But then what I found was that he started his full on acting career in 1988 at the age of 20 meaning that he has a 33-year acting career at the moment. Um, His uh, partner is Leslie Bibb. And for people like me, you would recognize her as the the character, as the wife to Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights. Um, they've been together since 2007. That's it. Uh, Yeah, and she's the uh, the, uh, reporter in the Iron Man movies. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, she's got quite a... A few other uh, roles, but yeah, she can get. Like it. I said, for people like me, oh, you would know her from Talladega Nights. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous! Oh, oh yeah, God. she's smoking. Yeah, I was obsessed with her at one point. Oof. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oof. Um, so like I said, this is very brief. So I'll go ahead and uh, 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 give his filmography right now. Um, Sam Rockwell as a leading actor, um, in chron- chronological order, uh, he was in Lawn Dogs. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, Matchstick Men, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, Moon, G-Force, Seven Psychopaths, Mr. Wright, Richard Jewell, and then he has played supporting acting roles in The Green Mile, Galaxy Quest, Charlie's Angels, Frost Nixon, Iron Man 2, Conviction, Cowboys and Aliens, The Way Way Back, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Vice, and Jojo Rabbit. And he won Best Supporting Actor for Three Billboards and was nominated for Best Supporting Actor in Vice as George W. Bush. 
So that is my brief. I would have nominated synopsis. him for Jojo Rabbit too. I, was gonna say, I thought he yeah. got a nomination no. for Jojo Rabbit. He I, didn't. He might wow. have. He might have gotten like a golden or yeah, not an Oscar part. though. But I will mm. say this. Let me just say real quick. The, Unfortunately, the, the the reason we've done we're doing the Sam Rockwell one tonight because is because we've been doing this podcast for like a fucking year now, right? And yeah. it seems mm-hmm. like it, at least in like a half a dozen episodes, we talk about a certain movie. And if he's in it, we suddenly just gush over Sam Rockwell. No matter what we do, the we gravitate is. towards him. Hell, Marky, yeah. even like even like Gentleman Broncos, we were like, dude, that movie's ridiculous, but he was insanely good. <laughs> yeah. You know, like every time this guy's on the screen, it's like we just we we all gravitate towards Sam Rockwell. The four of us, like we all man crush on this fucking guy, and for good reason. He's he's an amazing actor. So I think that was kind of why we started saying, hey, we should do a Sam Rockwell night. So I'm happy we're I'm really happy we're doing it. Me too. Yeah, he's one of my favorite. You know, uh, those movies I named off, I've only seen uh, maybe a third, uh, probably just a third of those. But the ones that I know him in, it's those roles that just stick with you and you remember. And like we, again, not to rehash this too much, but when we land on a movie that he happens to be in, we talk about it and then we always say, we got to do a Sam Rockwell episode. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are, and we're going to talk about some movies that we haven't necessarily talked about in depth before mm-hmm. and that they need their own time. Um, we've, we've selected four movies to talk about tonight, and I think that doesn't mean that we should uh, leave out any other kind of nominations that we want to you know, throw sure. in there. Sure, yeah, we have time, definitely. All right. So, so you guys, you guys want to get you want to get heavy out of the gate. You want to do you want to do like Moon or, or Three Billboards? Like those are heavy. You let's just yeah 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 yeah. Let's let's start with Moon. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, AJ's a AJ. <laughs> we might need, we might need to clear some time on the podcast for AJ to get everything out well, on this one. The the thing is, um, we could we could talk about Moon for a whole podcast at yeah. some other time because Moon is we've all seen it, right? That's correct. Yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. 2009. It's one of those. It's one of those films you could dedicate an episode to. It's just, it's got so many layers. And it's basically all of, Sam Rockwell. It's, it's all the whole thing. Intricacies and the voice of Kevin Spacey. So right, right, right. right. Basically, it's um, Sam Rockwell plays a character named Sam Bell, who has been um, hired by this company, Lunar, Lunar Industries or Lunar Incorporate, whatever, to um, mine this um, resource called Helium-3 from the dark side of the moon. And he's on a three-year contract all by himself. The only company he's got is uh, some recorded messages from his wife and uh, and then a robot, a robot named Gertie, uh, voiced by Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's like the, it's like the onboard AI computer. Right, right. right. Very in-depth, yeah. Right, with him all the time. You know, yeah. <laughs> all oh, the time yeah. has to be right. Um, spoil, spoiler heavy. All right. So anything we talk about, if you haven't seen Moon, um, maybe see it before you you go ahead and listen to yeah, the rest of this. Because right okay. Moon has a lot of um, twists and turns. It has a lot of surprises. But the thing that stands above all that, because <clears throat> the story is great. But it's Sam Rockwell's performance and not just Sam Rockwell, but Sam versus Sam, because Sam has to play two versions of himself in the film on screen, 
you know, they play it at the same time, interacting. Yeah, he, has, with, he has to play off himself, too. Off yeah, himself, right. too different, but playing so off they're of on, himself. They're on the screen at the same time. Which is so impressive, yeah. They have him, like, interplay on the screen at the same time, so he's, you know, they're they're dialoguing back. They have they have to play. Yeah, it's it's so challenging of a role, such mm. a challenging role for, for but, I mean, in the hands of Sam Rockwell, it's, it's you know, it's handled so deftly, but he each each car each version of himself there's a uh an older ver- a younger version an older version i guess you'd say one that yeah. is just awakened and one that's been been at it for three years falling apart and you know <laughs> you know and then and, and then they, you know they both kind of uh awaken to the reality of their situation um one slightly before the other but um he plays it with humor too. There's a lot of funny scenes in the film between the two of them, which I really love. I think Sam Rockwell's got some comedy chops and mm-hmm. not that the film is a comedy. It's not even close, but the absurdity of the situation. at <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and not just that, but um, the older Sam is just, kind of losing his mind too <laughs> yeah 100%. so he's he's been talking to himself for like over a year now like he's at that point right well, he's 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 hitting the uh a three-year mark the, yeah he's getting yeah. close to the end of his three-year uh right. contract yeah. right he, he thinks he's about to go home yes. right and no he just he gets believe, incinerated he believes, yeah. right he yeah. believes that to be the case um uh, but one one day one um uh, night he, he he goes out to, to check on something it crashes the the vehicle he's uh, driving in uh-huh. and um, they awaken the second one who doesn't know why he can't go outside and check on some. And so he does anyway, he fakes some, he sabotages some, some thing on the space, uh, right. He, he sabotages something on the, on the, in the space station gets to go outside. Gertie lets him go outside. He finds his other half. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Takes them back. And then this whole thing just, gets crazy and i would just i want to hear what everyone else thinks of course dp's Um, flipping out yeah but but i just want to say like the makeup artists show you that they're different people but sam's performance yeah really shows you that the characters are distinctly different one has definitely been there longer he's acting so like you could just tell which one's which even without the makeup they're they're the same person the same same character the same person but one has three years under their belt and one right is it's a, just awakened uh, it's yeah. a yeah. newborn yeah. yeah guys let's let's let dan talk because he actually he just looked like gary johnston and by the way oh, i love oh. i love 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 moon <laughs> i love this film so much dan yeah. just looked like gary johnston topping like popping out of the top of the suv with the turban on throwing his fucking <laughs> hands all over the place that's what he just gary. looked like right there. classic <laughs> classic gary johnston so. <laughs> So I, I'm curious what everyone else thought because, so, uh, so like Andy was saying, like he goes out and he crashes, but then the film just shows like, oh, Harry is waking up in the infirmary. Yeah. And at first, you have no idea what's going on as the yes. viewer, and for a while, I'm curious if everyone else felt this way too. At first, I thought he was just going crazy, and fucking losing his mind. Yeah, I did at, too. At first. Being, at- like you know, figment of his, his imagination. They and, even kind of play up on that because, like, at one point he's like, "Hey, shake my hand," and they never make any physical contact for a while, and yeah, it really comes across like he's That's just smart. losing his shit. Yeah, and then eventually, all of a sudden, you realize 
he's not crazy and this really is like a clone of him and but like the build up to that when you really just thought he was losing his fucking mind like I had no like I just watched it for the first time yesterday. Yeah. I was just about to ask I had oh no my idea. God, you really? what's going thing? on. Yeah. Well, yeah. I saw I saw it back in 09 when it released and then um I I watched it again today just to be familiar yeah. more familiar with it. Um but there's even that scene after the second one's awakened where he watches the video but the video is more is is, is like cater to when he first arrived do you know what i mean the wife's crying talking about leaving him yeah it, it's yeah, just yeah. It, it 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 just fucks with you the whole time this movie yeah so and Rock, wonder, rockwell's incredible he's incredible right, in it here's my other question too this is what i wonder how much was gertie really on his side like not at all in my opinion yeah like there are it's moments where you're like oh gertie's really helping him and then you think, oh no, Gertie's just fucking with him. Like, yeah, the which but wasn't Gertie it Gertie? Wasn't it Gertie's idea to to wipe the wipe her system? Yes, exactly. So at the end, it's like, wait, maybe she is on his side. Yeah, she, and she helped him get. She, she helped him get it. Is. She helped him get into the the you know help unravel the mystery. Yeah, like logging into the computer. Yeah, no. See, I actually felt like Gertie was on his side at the end. Mm-hmm. Marky, stop raising your goddamn hand. Well, I need a turn to talk here. Yeah, well, let's go. I know. The um, remind me, remind me. Um, yeah, he. Well, who who was Kevin Spacey's character? Because I watched this movie. The first time I watched the voice. Was yeah, so was he was Kevin Spacey. Uh, Gertie, you kept yeah. referring to her as a, as. Uh, I, I meant to I say he. Sorry. Yeah, no. Gertie Gert, okay. just sounds like a. Fe- I know it's Kevin right. Spacey. That, okay. That's my issue. Yeah. I was gonna say yeah because yeah. I watched the movie. I've seen it two times. Um, once. Um, maybe like 2010, 12, something like that. And then I watched it maybe six months ago. Um, but I don't think I got to the end on my second viewing. And to answer DP's question, um, I don't necessarily remember what I was thinking when I saw the two Sam Rockwells, but I do remember thinking what the actual fuck whenever he found himself in that lunar rover. And I had the same feeling on my second viewing Mm-hmm. It's just the fact that he goes out there and he's digging around. And I think the impression that the film gives you is that he's dead. Right. Because that's why yeah. they, that's why they awaken this new right. Sam Rockwell. Um, Which and makes then sense. he gets out there and finds the, the body and it's, he's still alive. Which makes sense because, because the, there was the, no the, way the, he was going to get back. Yeah. And the, the role of the, of each clone is to die. I mean, that's yes. really what they do. They do Absolutely. the thing and they die. So that, yeah. that's so really, they thought it was, but that's if, he was if dead you notice, so when he came back with the body of the other clone, like, and he's like, Gertie, you need to help. Gertie never actually acknowledges there's another body there. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Like, it, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah, yeah. this whole time I'm still thinking, oh, he's just going crazy. There's yeah. not another person there. And it almost seems like, yeah, the that Gertie played into that and tried to make yeah. him crazy yeah. about it. Let, let me let, let me just say, Fuck, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> so um, I watched this movie for the first time a few months ago. And let me just get this in because I know AJ is trying to, you know, hijack this episode. So let me let me just. <laughs> hey, <yo. laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get a rise out of him, DP, if you if you haven't noticed here. Um, so, he loves Moon. For, yeah, he does. Yeah, I do a, love Moon. It's, it's a, a great film. film. Um, 
So actually, uh, the, the the director of this movie is uh, Duncan Jones, who did Source Code. I don't know if you guys. Have yes, seen, yeah, that's I mean, a good one. I mean, it's just uh, I'm not a big sci-fi guy, but if I can say two of my favorite sci-fi movies, it's it's Source Code and now Moon. Um, and Ex Machina. I love Ex Machina. So I would actually honestly, again, I'm not a big sci-fi. Those are definitely. Now you are. Right you there. are a sci-fi fan. But Duncan now. Jones has two of them. So um, and he hasn't done a whole hell of a lot else. But I will say, and I talk about this a lot with movies that kind of stand out for me, movies that are complete movies. You know, movies that like they 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 kind of throw this plot at you. It slowly develops until you figure it out at the end, and then they wrap it up with a nice bow. Moon was one of these movies. I yeah. love the ending of it. I love how it all transpired. Yeah. I loved how um, you know Sam Rockwell. You know the, the basically that means there's going to be two of him on yeah. the planet, right? Because you know at one point he talked to his future <laughs> self, and then his that clone of him left with the with the what's it called, AJ? The helium three or the helium, helium three? Yeah, yeah. You know, he left with that to 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 sell it or to the tabloids or whatever, but to make money. So I don't know. It's one of those movies. If if and again. Um, if you haven't seen it, we've probably spoiled the fuck out of it for you. And Surely. that's that's okay. This is a spoiler podcast. We've said that yeah, many Dan, times. I, I I announced that earlier. So, so Dan, spoil moon this episode. But uh it, put that it, in it, uh, large asterisks. Right. So uh but I that, that's that's what I really loved. I love Moon. I think it's a really good movie. And I, I it's the only Sam Rockwell movie that we're talking tonight that not only is he the lead, but he is like ninety-five percent. Of the movie, all the heavy, all the heavy lifting, the whole thing, and with a robot, and then you know some cunts that show up there, uh, you know, at the end, right? So even like just the, you know, the way he has to emote and the way he had just all that, he's got to do it by himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he's got to talk to himself out loud. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's just it's so impressive to me. I think uh, this this really terrific performance. I agree. This really showcases his skill as an actor, you know, uh, in that brief bio that I gave earlier, this is, he's now well, in 2021, he's now inside of a 33 year career. Wild. Um, this movie came out in 2009. So that's what, uh, uh, 11, 12 years ago. 12 years yeah. ago. Um, Excuse me. But, but even still, like that is fantastic ability on top of what AJ was saying the way that he plays he's doing because you got to imagine when he's doing these roles obviously he's there by himself and as a viewer they're they're so seamless these these two sam rockwells are interacting with each other one of them is sickly and degrading that's one thing we didn't really touch on these clones at the at the end of their three-year contract the body of the clone starts. Oh to yeah, yeah. It's, right. it, can only la- it can only last wondering. three years. Yeah. Apparently, because they never actually like get into detail about that. You just kind of assume they just that's what's happening. It, it's been three died. years, yeah, so clearly. he's falling yeah. apart. Yeah, but they never quite get into they're not, that. They're not built wow. to last. They're yeah. not built to last. <laughs> they're either engineered or for tough. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's take a quick deep dive into this. Like that whole. Because at first I'm watching, I'm like, wow, this fucking Lunar Incorporated are idiots. They send one guy alone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just terrible <laughs> right, for their right, business. I do remember thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy could go crazy find and some... ruin their business. Right. Yeah, and then, what a and then they cutting get, measure. Right, and then <laughs> they got to find this another guy in three years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. 
Oh, and by this is ruined this guy's oh. life. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, now I get it. All right. <laughs> but yeah, but, the, it, were but, these bodies... but I gotta give it up to Rockwell, Sam Rockwell, because like that clone character really is so fucking layered. Dude, he should have yeah. yeah. he should have gotten Academy Award nomination. Yeah. For this uh, oh my like, god, that's, that's so why so much that's what I wanted to touch character. on is yeah. when they're side by side. The one that's in, at the end of his three years is obviously sick and degrading and falling apart, mm-hmm. and the other one is vital and healthy and you know young for, mm-hmm. uh, you know at the whatever you want to call it. Hope. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yes, and yeah. he's just the the two like the way they bounce together, and the one that's been there for three years has like that model that he's been working on forever, and he's like super meticulous, and he's like got everything that he just wants. He's almost like a homebody. He's like, this is what I want to do. I just mm-hmm. yeah my mom. yeah. And the young what? one is like bouncing around, like wants yeah. to play, and like yeah, all the treadmill. He's got the bad. He's got yeah, like kind of a bad, a bad playing. temper. Yeah, he's oh, got like yeah. uh, he's got a little like he's got but, more. But like that, him. that was like the the whole thing was to to break them down. So by the time they got into that port to get out of there, which they think they're going home, they're already a they're foot like in the grave. You know, they're ready yeah. to die. Yes, they're dying. And so it's like they're you know it, it's it's almost like it's that lab's justification. For putting him out of his fucking miseries that he's about right. to die anyway. Die anyway. Speaking so, of yeah. speaking of that model, there's that great scene when he's working on the model and the other uh, clones, you know, telling me what uh, they they say something about how he asks them like, when did you start, you know, build or whatever? And he says, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I can't remember. I I you know this I I know some I of it was already here. I did one, right, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Because the 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 you know the clones previous. Before, previous clones had already yeah, yeah. built it up to a point. But I love what their relationship ends up being too. With the two of them, they hated each other at first. They resented yeah. each other. They didn't trust each other, and then they mm. turn into a team, and it ends up working like out. A, what the like first? Love yeah, the, the first time something really fucked up, and they ended up meeting each other. In the end, they ended up teaming up to you know for one who was going to die anyways and for the other yeah. one to get the fuck out of there which i thought was a nice little a, ni- a nice little point to the movie Absolutely. you know the kind of that human interaction and working together and yeah and not distrusting each other i thought that was re- a almost- really cool element like brothers there at the end like the love it, that's what exactly what it was yeah. they, they yeah. you know they you know the other one died for him you know because right if you remember the original plan was for both of them to get the fuck out of dodge that's right and then you know they were going to go together but then he just knew he was done yeah. and there was the only way to throw off those idiots that were coming you know the security that was coming there that's right. was to mm-hmm. to you know plan himself as the body like i mean that was that he sacrificed himself because he was oh oh, he was oh and that team that showed up they were heavily armed yeah they were yeah. They were douchebags. Yeah, yeah that's when you knew that company was shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just sent people there with fucking automatic weapons. Like, yeah, oh boy, yeah. in space, the fucking yeah. idiots. But uh, yeah, um, no, dude, that's a great movie, AJ. I remember being kind of uh, blown away by it when I saw it. Like, I, 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 and and I'll be honest, I remember watching it and getting through the first half an hour, thinking to myself, like, oh fuck you, AJ. Like, really, you put me through this? Like, I couldn't, I couldn't get into it at first. But then, like, when, once it kicked into gear, I was hooked. Like, yeah, I, could I can not relate get to my that. eyes off the screen. I thought it was so great. Yeah, and Rockwell's a, Rockwell's a huge part of that. He's just, Absolutely. He just, he's he just, is the like, part of that. He's just that yeah. guy that he's on the screen, and we'll get into it more when we talk, you know, some other movies tonight. But like, yeah. he's just that guy you just like, ah, he's just, he's just the dude on the screen you want to watch. Well, he can be on the screen with 100 people, and he's the guy you want to watch. Real quick, before we uh, the movie Moon, um, 
AJ, you watched it recently. Where did you find it? Let's let our, uh, our thousands of listeners know where you can find it right now. Oh, Christ, Moon. I guess it's you can. On, I watched it on Tubi. Tubi with commercials, yeah. What yeah. the hell's Tubi? It's, it's free with commercials. Fucking download the app and watch all yeah? sorts of free movies. It's great. Yeah. Oh, with commercials? <laughs> I don't mind the commercials. Yeah. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm all, all about, I'm you all about stimulating the economy. You know, yeah, the, advertisements are part of that. Hey yeah. guys, you know what I was just thinking? You know what we haven't done in Tubi. a long time? You know what we haven't done in a long time is the uh, the the ratings. We haven't done like out of five. Okay. Star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh that. my god. Oh, Let's yeah. do that shit for Moon right now. AJ, you're gonna give it five? No, I'm telling you, I'm close though. I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm very close because this this is up there for me. This is one of my favorite films I've ever seen. Sci-fi. So it's very. Good. I'm a, and as you all know, I know I, I say this ad nauseum. A huge sci-fi fan. I love science fiction. I watch even the the cheesy shit. You know what I mean. But this is not cheesy shit. This is a, a, an incredibly well-made film with an incredible uh, performance by Sam Rockwell. I'm at four seven five. Wow, mm. nice. Mm. That's yeah, how much I love it. DP, where are you? Okay, I'm not quite that high, but I really liked it too. Um, I, be- I bet you would, Panama Red. <laughs> <laughs> hey <Hey-o! laughs> so, But uh, uh, Mar- Marky, actually, you- you'll appreciate this. Like, so remember in Invincible, the like the two clone villains there. Yeah, the Mahler how, twins. Like, neither one of them could know who the actual original was because. Yes they would hate the other clone you actually yes. see that in moon like when they know they're clones they kind of fucking he kind yeah, of yeah. gave up on life because he knew he was a clone you yeah. gave up on life didn't you yeah <laughs> that whole idea of not letting anyone know who the original is is a good one yeah but anyway yeah that's just sidebar on invincible DP back to stars. my rating four stars for moon yeah so a, a solid four it's it's a great movie i've really enjoyed it and I want to watch it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's one of those. Uh, not yeah. just I would watch again. I want to watch it again. I remember yeah. with these ratings, I I over I overrate sci-fi films all the time. Yeah. So my my four seven five is based on you know my love of sci-fi and my exceptional love of this the, you know of this particular film. Understood. I I too am a huge fan of sci-fi. It's my favorite genre. Um, I think um, maybe a little bit more objective than AJ Yeah. when it comes to the rating scale. Um, but another thing that... I'm, emo- I'm emotional, Marky. Yeah. Another thing that stuck with me oh. in, in watching this movie, I kept getting the feeling while watching it that it was almost like a low-budget movie, but it wasn't. Like, I somehow got the feeling like it was like an i mean was it an independent film but this the set and the computer graphics were incredible mm-hmm. and obviously they got sam rockwell that did a fantastic job they should have paid him the max amount that's allowed in that industry but you get the feeling that this isn't a a big over-the-top budget movie mm-hmm. it's just done right like everything's just buttoned up tight like it's just enough the the setting the costume the cgi everything is just enough they didn't go overboard and yeah. blow up anything oh, it was more well, very well produced i mean yeah clearly um and for me it's going to be a clean 425 i mean it's it is that good of a movie just for the sole fact that sam rockwell 
you know, there's certain movies where you have uh, like a multiplicity Michael Keaton thing going on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Sam Rockwell did one of the best right here in this yeah. movie, man. So before, okay, so I actually agree with Marky. My rating was 4.25. Let me bring up another quick idea from our, you know, past episodes and our, 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 our experience. With those ratings that have just come out, do we put Moon in the vault? I'm good with that. AJ, obviously. I'm, I'm good want, with it. Marky. I want it there. DP, you want Moon in the vault? Moon is like the quintessential movie council vault movie. Yeah. It really is. Thank you. It's yeah. a yeah. hands Moon's down the vault, four baby. star movie. It is it's painfully not unique. one that everyone knows, but when you know it and see it, you fucking love it. It's, that's right. Yeah, that's a that's a movie council vault. I, I, I know I kissed its ass on the rating, but congratulations <laughs> to Duncan Jones and Sam Rockwell. Um, I yes. know it's a it's a it's a very prestigious it's honor. honor. It's an honor. Get into the movie council. It's a privilege. Sam Rockwell can add that to his accolades. Yep, we can add it. Yes. All right, let's go ahead and move on to our next movie. You know me, guys. I see everything. I know all movies. And this one, this is rare. I uh, I have not actually seen this movie. <laughs> I love that what? you're leaning into. I love that you're leaning into that joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's We're just taking one. About, he's taking one uh, on the shoulder blade right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm leaning into that pitch. Let's go. Yeah. Get on first. This is a rare, yeah, me rare in. occurrence for me. <laughs> And it's a Hey-o! movie called The Way, Way Back. DP, I heard that you masturbated this one. I'll go ahead and just pass it off to you. Yeah, DP. DP, actually, right. can I can I just say very, very quickly, so yeah. we were all throwing out Sam Rockwell movies to watch this weekend. I threw that one out, and I'll tell you why, once you get to me, why I really want it, because he's not the lead or anything in this movie. Um, but I will tell you, you know, why I wanted you guys to watch it. But actually, DP, let me, let me just say real quick. Why I wanted you yeah, guys to watch it. it, then I want you. I want yeah. you to get into it because this. I was the one who 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 uh, put this one into play. So this is a movie from 2013, uh, the way way back. Um, st- I mean, star-studded cast: Steve Carell, Tony Collette, Allison Janney, uh, Sam Rockwell, obviously Maya Rudolph, uh, Rob Corddry, Amanda Peet. I mean, it, it's just. I mean, th- there's a lot of firepower in this. Um, in Out of those cast. people who can get it. Maya Rudolph, sure. Maya Rudolph can get it. Tony Collette can get it. Uh, I was going to say that's a Steve big. Steve Carell can cast. get it. Yeah, Amanda Peet can get <laughs> it. Amanda Peet. Sam Rockwell can get it. All of them. Any of the younger girls who are now 18, Whoa! Oh, not 18 who are eighteen hey, now can get it. They might not have been eighteen when the movie came out. DP, where's that soundbite about little children? <laughs> tell, tell us about this film, though. Somebody hit me. Uh, so, anyways, a, a very yeah, very quick. I'll give you. A brief synopsis is a kind of a coming of age comedy about this this young man who uh, goes off to this. Uh, I, I don't even know where the hell. It's I don't even know Cape where, Cod. Is it's on the Cape, DP? Yeah. Well, at least yeah. that's where Water Whiz is. And I saw Massachusetts yep. license plate. Absolutely it right. Looks, it is the Cape. And so. I have been in fucking so many like uh, beach towns and shit that look mm-hmm. exactly exactly yeah. like that town they were in yeah so it, he, yeah. he he this young man he's like i don't know 13 14 years old he goes yeah. off to this place in the cape with his mom and the mom's boyfriend mom is tony collette the boyfriend is steve carell um i'll get into 
uh, Steve Carell's character in a minute, but basically he just goes for the summer. He's kind of a miserable kind of withdrawn 13, 14 year old kid. Um, you know, not a lot of personality. He's just kind of beaten down because he's in a, a family, you know, of divorced parents and the father doesn't really seem to be in the picture much. And, uh, but they go to this, you know, this, um, resort for the well you know this town cape god town for the summer and just you know it's a very just like i said coming of age tale a lot of things happen he ends up working at this water park where sam rockwell is like is he the owner or is he the manager manager he's the owner yeah i feel like he's the manager because maya rudolph is the manager but uh, anyways um it's just a very feel-good comedy um a lot of really fun stuff happens i i uh I, I recommend this movie to anybody. I, I really, I really, really like it. Um, but the reason I nominated this one for the Sam Rockwell week was because I, re- and I realized it today why I did it. Cause I rewatched it earlier before we went on. And I would say the first 20 to 25 minutes of the movie, I was like, this isn't that great. In fact, most of this star studded cast is like annoying the shit out of me. Like if I if I was in Cape Cod when this was happening, I'd have like wanted to lob a fucking Molotov cocktail like into the middle of any of these like little conversations they were Jesus. having. No, it was just it was it was very like um over the top cheesy. Like they were really just. I think I think a lot of them were overacting. But then uh, Sam Rockwell shows up about 20, 25 minutes into the movie and went, "Oh, all right, here we go. Now I have someone to cheer for because the kid." The kid's a little bit of a douche. He's like a little miserable kid. And uh, but then Sam Rockwell kind of brings his personality out and he makes this movie. He makes this movie. He's the best character in it by a mile in an absolutely loaded cast. And uh, that, that's the part of the movie where I started really getting invested is when Sam Rockwell showed up. So that's why I threw it out there. DP watched it. What today? I did. Yes. Talk about it today. I see. I really loved it. And it's one of those things where I, I, I got a feeling everybody um, kind of feels like they were the outcast when they were kids, which obviously, like, statistically isn't possible. Right. Like, if you ask 90% of people, they're like, oh, I was the outcast and no one liked me. But I was the cool clearly, kid. like, yeah, you know, not everyone was the outcast. Just everyone feels that way. So, uh, like, this. The, the way they show this kid being just so miserable. And by the way, Steve Carell as the dickhead, like boyfriend, was awesome. What range, he right? Such a dickhead. Such a lovable wow. guy who could be, who could, you can see is such an asshole. That's talent. Yeah. Oh, I fucking oh, hated him prick. in this movie. It he was, was a prick. awesome, miserable yeah. prick. And, but yeah, but then, like you said, uh, Sam Rockwell's character, Owen, shows up and, yeah, like he just he brings out the best in, you know, in this kid and like the other people around him. He's at this, you know, water park, which, uh, you know, not like the highest quality no. place in the world. It's no. kind of a shithole. Yeah. But like he makes the most of it and everyone around him is happy and everyone's having fun. And like and he kind of teaches this kid to just, you know, embrace life and let his personality come out and uh you know there's a bit of that like you know that kid felt like the outcast and now he's seeing that oh wait you know as you grow up all these all these people were the outcasts and look how much fun they're having so maybe it's not so bad being myself and 
you know, and he brings that out of the kid and it, it helps tremendously because now he stands up to his mother's shitbag boyfriend. Oh, he actually correct. stands up to his mother and fucking kisses the girl at the end. Yeah. And, oh, it was awesome. And I, and I got to admit, like, at the end, after the, the party, when um, Owen, Sam Rockwell's character, is having that conversation with the kid and just like, you know, telling them, like, you know, just be you. You're you're a great kid and giving them this awesome pep talk. I fucking my my eyes started watering. Yeah, like it's, it's a very it touching was scene. Such a yeah. beautiful scene. And Sam Rockwell, like it, you know, he goes from this like kind of smooth cool fucking dude to being this really sweet and understanding and heartfelt dude from like it without really changing you know what i mean like he's so fucking great in the movie his character was written so well um which by the way the guys that wrote and directed it were like the the two guys that worked at the water park there, uh, <laughs> Roddy, you know, the one, yeah, that <laughs> dude's like some random, yeah, he, he's see that like, guy, he's yeah, like, I, oh, yeah, he, he's a legend. Watch this, he's like, all right, yeah, wait, hold, hold, yeah, yeah, yeah. hold, <laughs> just so they could sit there and look at the girl's ass, <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That dude's been in, he's in random, like those, uh, yeah. some of those Judd Apatow movies and stuff like mm-hmm. that. He's been around, but uh, DP, that yeah, that's a great writer. That scene you were you were talking about when they were up on the the, the deck there and yes. and he and he actually you know the kid actually says like how do you know and he's just like I know my Trust dad me. was the same way like yeah. it it actually kind of explained who that character was in that moment how his dad mm-hmm. was a piece of shit and he just didn't want to be in that life at all he just wanted to be his own self like that was but I will say that the scene that got me like that like the hair standing up a little bit is when dipshit there steve carell god oh, I, love, yes. I love steve carell but what a prick um mm. when he when he shows up he's like oh i met you know I, oh, I'm, I, i'm his friend you know i'm a friend of the three over here because remember he called him a three out of ten earlier yeah. on in the movie <laughs> and then the and steve carell goes to grab him and sam rockwell just kind of just stands in front of him and stares Steps at him oh. oh that scene is oh fucking that was great. awesome it's yes. fucking great like it's such a just a just a just a uh really just it, it's subtly badass scene yeah, just I, I I think it's a great flick. Like I said, when I rewatched it earlier, I was kind of like, like some of this is a little too like over the top. Like Alice and Janney's a little too over the top, you know. Mm. Like some of that, some of the fringe characters got a little annoying. But I think the overall yeah. story, the character was was just, um, I don't know. I, I I found it really endearing. I have a feeling AJ doesn't feel the same way that we do, right? AJ, hello, hello. Sam, so uh, Sam Rockwell was the dude's rug. You know, he really tied yeah. the whole thing together. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So first off, I agree wholeheartedly with that statement. I think Rockwell is what makes the film watchable. Yeah. Um, this is obviously like you know, well, well tread, well worn territory. This type of film, mm-hmm. you know. No surprises here. You kind of knew where things were headed and where, kind of where it was going to end. But that's that's not really what it was all about, right? Even though you know where the where the finish line is, or what's happening there, you know, doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad film. I do agree with TW that the um, 
the early portions of the film with you know with some of these actors you see all these actors in this film you're like this is this is steve carell and tony collette and allison jenny like this is great and allison jenny was a little over the top and mm-hmm. and the and and i didn't love early on but the moment sam rockwell hits the screen i agree with you guys wholeheartedly he makes the film infinitely better changes everything changes Inf- everything he makes it infinitely better and i will say one other thing about that so the, the large majority of his scenes are just at the water park right like yeah. he's just at the water park he's interacting with a lot of kids um his his character and then maya rudolph and some of the other staff there and the uh, uh jim rash plays the uh uh, Lewis, the, the yeah, he's, the guy that he's, he's the other writer slash director. Of yeah, yes, movie. right. He just, right. he just quits all the time. And, and I love leaves. and I and I love Jim Rash. He's uh, Community is one of my favorite shows, and so funny, uh, I'm a yeah. big Jim Rash fan. So, I think what I'm trying to say is he doesn't. Sam Rockwell doesn't really until the end interact with that heavy hitting cast. Really, mm-hmm. right. no, he doesn't really right. talk to them yeah. at all. He's yeah. separated Maya Rudolph, maybe, but I mean, she's she's not in his league. Um, let's face it; she's a yeah, good actress, yeah. but she's not. Oh, she's, she's not. Yeah. She's, a she's not Tony Collette. She's right. not Allison. You know, Allison Janney. Yeah, no. She's not any of those. She's not even maybe Amanda Peet, who's yeah. had way more movie roles. She's a treasure, uh, though, in her own right. Yeah. She's so, great. So I, I love. I love Maya Rudolph. Someone I, I left out too is Rob Corddry, who I Rob Corddry, very very guy. funny guy. You always love Rob, Corddry. but she's. But so what I'm saying is like his scenes are even more impactful because he has to carry the day in yeah. all his scenes. All the kids he's interacting with, those, those they don't have the kind of experience and level of uh, skill that he has, and he just mm. he makes it all work. On you know, he's not alone like in Moon, but. Might as well, Ben, because he wasn't with the rest of the A-list Basically. cast, you know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. I, I, you know, and he's a quote-unquote supporting role, or it's an ensemble cast or what have you, but he really shines the brightest in this yeah. film, I think. Yeah, I really, I, it's, it's such a good flick. Like, like I said, like, it, it has its faults. It has its kind of uh, kind of over-the-top stereotypical stuff that I wish I could have dumbed down a little bit, but the, the story between Sam Rockwell and the Duncan, the kid, that that relationship, that story, it yeah. really carries the movie. I, I right. think it's really great. Right, and mm-hmm. his interactions with him, I think, you know, and Sam he, Rockwell does all the heavy lifting. He makes like, all those scenes. Yeah. He makes all those scenes yeah. pop. Yeah, because he, he just like better. He makes the emotional impact of them work. But he know? has like a really he has a really nice like um, the way they kind of slow play his character too throughout the movie, like the overwhelming majority of the time, he's just making like stupid comedic jokes that he thinks are and hilarious. He does And they are kind of funny. There, there are some moments that are very funny, but like, it's kind of like, okay, he's just this like, my best material. Yeah. yeah. Like he, he's got like, remember when they start calling him over the PA when he's trying to talk to the chick, like, like, like it's great, but like, but like they, 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 they kind of slow play it. He's like kind of this funny guy, funny guy, funny guy, funny guy. But then the first time the kid comes to him in crisis, he's bang, he's Johnny on the spot. And he's yeah. there and he takes ownership of the kid. And like I said, DP, that scene, oh my God, when he steps in front of him, it's so just like, he doesn't even say a word. He just stares at him. It's just like, fuck, that's yeah. awesome. So open in the car. Yeah, oh, he's oh, Steve Carell. Yeah. How good of an actor is Steve Carell that Dude, he can pull Steve that off? He's an excellent actor. actor. 
Like, you know what reminded me of? He's the best actor that hasn't won an Academy Award. Remember, did you guys remember the scene uh, in in, in Knocked Up when Catherine Heigl is like trying to, she's like super pregnant and she's trying to interview people on the red carpet and she calls Mm -hmm. Steve Carell an asshole. Remember that? (laughs) And then Bill Hader's like, oh, you're you're a treasure. You you turned Steve Carell into an asshole. Because apparently Steve Carell himself is just a really nice guy. Yeah, but in this movie, he's such a prick. Oh god, I want to. Like he has the most punchable character I think I've ever seen Mm -hmm. in a fucking movie. Yeah, he has this like weird like competition with the thirteen year old kid. Like, oh, like he's in competition for the kid's mother. It's super douchey. It's a thirteen year old kid. And then he even and then then he goes ahead and cheats on her and does all this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. The whole thing is just it's just wild. But uh, it's a good flick, Marky. I know we probably spoiled it for you, but you should check it out if you ever. No, you know as um. While you guys were talking about it, I was uh, going through. It. Yeah, <laughs> I was going through <laughs> the uh, IMDb photos and looking at the cast and everything. And now that I look more in depth at that IMDb profile, I am fairly certain that I did watch it, and it just didn't. It wasn't memorable for right. me. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I can see that. Like, I'm not. Like I said, this isn't a movie I'm dying on. A as hill soon as over. I started seeing photos of the of the scenes, and I was like, I I've seen this before. It just it yeah. didn't stick. It didn't yeah. stick with me. But that's the thing. It is well worn territory. It is, it isn't anything right. that's yeah. you know um, what you'd call unique or anything in, in the right. story in the storytelling or anything. But like I said, um, for, but as far as but, Sam Rockwell movies go, like this is the guy. That's like this was a movie. Like he just he uh, he's up against Academy Award winners. You know, in there, Tony Collette and. Uh, Allison Janney, uh, Steve, you're right, DP. Uh, Steve Carell's never won one, but you know he's in there with a lot of powerhouses, and he is by far. And this has a lot to do with the writing as well, not just the acting, but he's by far mm. the guys that can the guy. Yeah, the the, the role that he is put into, uh, right. you know, um, is the role that's he's, you know he, he's just so comfortable. He's got to lift like, heavily in that yeah, one. You know, but I, I don't know. I loved it. I, I think it's a good movie. Yeah. All right. Do we want to like talk the, uh, the any super cool guy too, which. Yeah. It's a cool role for him. Yeah, like when we were he growing up, cool guy. when we were growing DP, when we were, remember the, the tie your shoes guy? That was like yeah. Sam Rockwell when we were growing up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Some dude used to drive by us in this convert, convertible when we were like playing baseball down the end of the block. Yeah, we're like he, seven years old. Yeah, he would just drive by and go, hey, tie sure. your shoes. Okay, shoes. <laughs> yeah, like, just man, random dude. Cool. <laughs> and this went on for like five years. He would do it like twice a year. Yeah. I don't even know where the fuck the guy was going. A guy just, driving by in his convertible would tell you to tie your shoes. He's yeah, waiting for you to yeah. bend over and show you his ass. That's oh, absolutely, <laughs> and clearly. I'm so surprised none of us ever got molested. Well, 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 DP AJ, do anything you want to? Do we not know about? Um, I don't know what the statute of limitations is, so we're just gonna <laughs> we're just move on. Hey, but do you remember that point? Like, I think we're in like our late twenties, early thirties. We're at mom's for like Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that dude drove by yeah. and said, tie your, shoes. tie your shoes. It was like, yeah, <laughs> it was one of the most surreal fucking things that's ever. OK, we, that's another podcast. All right. I um, know. Holy shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, it's the movie deep, council, not deep, the weird dive. shit that happened on Thanksgiving yeah. council. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's our next guys. podcast, though. People be looking for put the a book, weird put shit a... that happened on Thanksgiving council. Yeah. Put right. a book, put a bookmark in that TV. Yeah. yeah. Right. Traumatic right. moments in our childhood podcast that that that's one of those um marky what do you want to do next uh we have a couple more we want to do yeah we've got we've got two more movies that we're going to talk about in depth and then i think we can uh end the episode with um you know throwing out our um just you know ones that we want to just mention so 
with the two movies that we have left, I feel like um, we've got Hitchhikers and Three Billboards. Let's talk about Hitchhikers next because um, I feel like we can talk about Three Billboards at length. Um, mm-hmm. Hitchhikers. Yeah, we, yeah we're, we're gonna have to try to rein that one in because it's, yeah. it's, it's Did, a lot. Have any of you guys watched uh, Hitchhikers more recently? That you know, obviously, is based off of the book by Douglas Adams. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very popular book. I watched it today, um, Marky. The movie you did. Okay, great. I did, yeah, never read um, the book. Um, it's never been my thing, really. Um, me neither. But, I read it. Yeah. I read it fairly, fairly recently. I, I read the book more recently than I watched <clears throat> the movie. That book came out a long fucking time ago, right? Yes, I, yeah, Douglas Adams is dead. Yeah, no, I, I remember being in like elementary school, maybe even, uh, middle school, and a couple of my friends, a couple of my nerdy friends. So my, uh, you have to uh, read AJ. This. You got to read this. Yeah, AJ, your boy Tim McGonagall was a huge. Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy uh, lover, and I never read those books because I thought his taste was dog shit. So I never. Oh. Uh, oh. So, anyways, I, uh, you know it, it is books. Your dad. He liked those. Yeah. Well, he I was a have he, his copies of them. He was so. a big sci-fi guy. That was a huge yeah. sci-fi guy. Yeah, I, and well, it, like, it is. It is a great. I mean, it's it is something that needs to be in the canon of sci-fi. Like you can't leave yeah. the Hitchhikers out. Yeah, GP, I remember going through his shit like years ago. He had like a million Isaac Asimov books, like a oh, yeah. million of them. Yep. Uh, yeah. Guy, Philip, every book that guy ever had. So Philip, um, Philip Dick, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, let me, I'll quickly get into it. One, one of my favorites. I'll go quickly because I don't yeah, have a AJ's ton a big of, fan of Dick. I wanted to set it up a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah, Marky, Marky. If I sorry, could. Sorry. Sorry. Um, wow. Well, you know, give me to cock block you there, buddy. No, you're good. And like you watched the movie more recently. So you've actually probably got uh, more detail on it than I do. But the story falls around a human where his world is being destroyed by an alien race. And he finds out that the aliens are, uh, you know, it's he's in an intergalactic system. And one of the most eccentric characters in the story is this character named Zaphod Zaphod Beeblebrox. Mm hmm who is like the king or of like this intergalactic system president president, president, president thank of you the galaxy and in the in the stories in the book he is just an absolute nutbag schizophrenic just terror of a person and it, it was just a fantastic choice in my opinion to have sam rockwell play this guy and i'll just go ahead and tee you off there tim yeah, I don't have a ton about this movie. Um, I watched it today. It was enjoyable. I mean, again, it's it's not really my thing. Um, the silly-ass humor was, I got to say, and I think this is something DP probably loves with this movie, is like once they get on the ship that uh, uh, Sam Rockwell has commandeered, he's stolen, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, like the the doors would sigh when they oh, yeah. when they were, like, that shit, that shit <laughs> had me losing my mind like a ridiculous thing that was funny and like mm-hmm. a lot of like the little under the radar comments they throw out there were really funny and the story was the st- whoa I just uh, Peter Brady that shit the story was uh, was enjoyable enough um, I didn't love the movie but like I got through it I was like oh that was fun you know it was a good job um, I will say. Um, as much as I did, Sam Rockwell was great. For some reason, I don't every any most deaf is not in a lot of shit, 
But anytime he's in a movie, he's always my favorite person. Dude, I don't know what the hell it is. Fantastic. He's just such a likable, yeah. talented fucking guy. And again, yeah. he doesn't act that often. When he does them, I was like, oh, yeah, that was it. So I, I kind of like most deaf, but I mean, obviously the best actor at any time in that movie, as good as Martin Freeman is, um, mm. Sam Rockwell, you know, carries it. But uh, uh, not a movie I'm like jumping up and down for, but it was enjoyable. But again, it's not it's not something that's up my alley. So, you know, I was happy to, you know, kind of get out of my comfort zone and watch it and get through it. And I thought it was, I thought it was, it was good. I mean, like I would give it like, like a three and a quarter, you know, like it was good. No regrets. So. Yeah. See, I like, I'm a huge fan of the, the book, all the books There's a hitchhiker's guide to the universe of uh, the galaxy and then life, the universe and everything. And the restaurant uh, at the end of the universe yeah so long and thanks for all the fish it's yeah, yeah. a whole yeah. a, a whole slew of books and uh this movie was a very like kind of faithful adaptation of the book yeah they, they yeah. did a really fucking good job with it and like i said the <laughs> zaphod beetle brocks uh <laughs> you know who's a character who has two heads had, like one yeah. head is absolutely batshit crazy and then the other head is even crazier than that <laughs> yeah but one's and, violent and, and the other one's more like just cocky like yeah. an arrogant prick and, yeah, yeah. and uh yeah and, and sam rockwell does an awesome job in this role he's so good so manic and so crazy yet still how still somehow like intimidating as fuck even though he's like seems crazy but you're you're still kind of afraid of him and uh what's your name uh, zoe de chanel is just kind of adorable in this movie she's, always <laughs> she's she so her, adorable her role and so of fun. being the yeah the cute doughy yeah. girl but Do- uh, doughy as in doe eyes not doughy as in <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's in tight. great shape right yeah oh yeah big time but yeah, but the, the, the story is, you know, it, it's a good, it's, again, we could get into all the, like how the Vogons were representative of government and the mice were representative That part of I really liked. Yeah. And that stuff I liked too. It, yeah, like if you want to get in deep into it, we'd have to, have to take a whole episode, but uh, just talking about Sam Rockwell, it, the, the he was fucking great. His back and forth with uh, it was just a really short scene, but him and John Malkovich so good. back and forth were yeah. fucking awesome. Uh, that yeah, I loved that scene. I loved Sam Rockwell in this movie, and I just loved this movie overall. Hmm. So, AJ, <laughs> hey, AJ, hey, yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. I've seen, I saw it the other day. And I'm not a huge fan. I think the problem was that it was faithful to the book, you mm-hmm. know, because the book and the, I don't know that it should have been that it, it could be adapted that well to the screen. Things feel like on the it felt like arbitrary going from like one scene to the other. It's like oh, it's like this thing's happening now. This thing's happening now. This thing's mm-hmm. ha- and they they didn't feel like it all came together in, in you know. But the book brings it together better. Yeah, you know the book just always brought it together better for me. Um, but but Sam Rockwell again, we're talking about in Sam a, Rockwell here. He right? puts in a Herculean effort. Like he he's he's got that two heads, literally two heads. So 
split personality like they're split to two heads and yes i do love the scene with him and john malkovich as well (laughs) there were little things that i chuckled over because i did read the book and so there were things that i'm like you know you know comparing and contrasting or whatever and it was super faithful as dp said and that's i think what my problem might have been with the film overall DP, DP, what, 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 what about the Vogon? Was Vogons? A, that's it. The Vogon poetry. What, what did you think oh, of that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they were the third worst, the most <laughs> torturous thing in all of the universe. Is listening to them read like, poetry. That shit was so, really funny. Like, so there were. Th- so what I'm saying is, like, there were things that were funny just on their own. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think that they were like equal to the sum of their parts is that am i using that phrase correctly uh, yeah. It, yeah it all was kind of arbitrary like sure. things just happened and they were funny on their own each scene had funny moments mm-hmm. not every scene but there were some scenes that were definitely funny um and there were some funny jokes the doors in there. The ship. and the uh, sense and the sensibility dude. the adam sensibility was in there dude it was a- in there alan Alan Rickman, as I'm yeah. gonna say. Oh yeah, yeah. The, yes, the, the fucking the robot, robot that was miserable, clinically depressed. Yeah, so there was you, you have it bad. Yeah, probably being a robot. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you the act, the actors. GP sounded like me during animated week. The actors did put in work, and and I thought Malkovich was good. I thought Martin Malkovich, Freeman, Malkovich. I thought Martin Freeman. I thought Martin Freeman was serviceable, uh, but. But yeah, Rockwell was crazy and as good as good as he always is. So I thought that was excellent. I didn't think Zoe Deschanel was great. She was just kind of there. When she has she was. ever been great? Yeah. She is what she is. Yeah. Yeah. She was just kind of there. I mean, she's like a placeholder almost, you know? Yeah. 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 And that's about it. But, but I didn't hate it. I just, you know, it wasn't, I was hoping for more, but I, it was a difficult task with that book, I think. To make a, a great film, right. let me take a let me take a wild guess. Marky, you love Hitchhiker's Guide. No, I mean I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I um, I watched Hello. I watched Sorry. the movie before I read the book. Um, I, when I watched the movie, I was thinking to myself, like, what's all the hubbub about? Like, this doesn't like people love this shit. Like, it's okay. Right. And then I read the book and I was like, okay, there's something here. Like this is, this is fucking deep. The book, a, the book is a, awesome. Yeah. There's a lot going on. And what you were saying, AJ and DP, like how do you tie a story like that together? How do you represent that in the, in a, in a movie? Yeah. They did do a good job to do it. So yeah. <laughs> right. Did, That's the thing. Yeah. There's so much. Uh, information in those. Sorry, yeah. Marky, go ahead. Yeah. No, well, <laughs> just in the idea that there's there's some stories that are done in a a novel that you just can't portray in a film, and this is one of them. Although the movie did do a decent job, they took they took a good stab at it. You know, it wasn't bad. It just it didn't carry the same kind of weight and poetic nature that the book did. Um, and then I, that's well, I think that's well stated, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And then Sam Rockwell, obviously, he's he's the one that just uh, he's dynamite. I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah, that's he's why terrific. We're talking about it. And Always. we chose this movie to talk about Sam Rockwell tonight because Absolutely. he just shine he just shines in this, yeah, I mean, he's, he's so good. One thing that uh, 
I, I really liked, I did like about the movie, um, I, you know, reading the book and then think about the movie later was the idea about the two heads. There wasn't like a, a good clear description on how the two heads worked in the yeah, book. In the book, I always pictured them as having two side heads by side, right? Yeah, yeah. Me too. So did I. And so when I, they I, showed it in the movie with it flipping up uh, and down, it was so I, I different than I pictured. Yeah. It was, but I, I feel like that worked well in the sense of like being mm. a, as a normal human being, like, you know, it, it'd right. be too bizarre to see a side by side head kind of thing. And so I felt like that worked really well visually. Yeah, that, that um, was cool. And I'll tell you, having watched the movie first, re- reading the book second, as I was reading the book and reading through the character and the lines of Beeble Brock's, I could not help but just hear and picture sam rockwell all the way through right like he did such a good job of that that's who that right. character is now well that that's a that i i like that uh you did it kind of in reverse so that you could kind of i like that yeah. that that's interesting it's interesting that you when you were reading it you know it was st- it was still rockwell in your head yeah yeah that's yeah, the impression that's the impression he left he, on you exactly yeah he did such a good job that that's the character that i saw in my head and heard yeah. as yeah. I was reading the book. Um, no, in, you know, I agree with all you guys. Like it's not, it's not a fantastic movie. The, the book is Canon, but yes, yes. The movie can be passable. It's just Sam Rockwell yeah. that really stands out. Yeah. That's who yeah. we're talking about. And, and most F too. And most F. Yes, most absolutely. Awesome in that. I don't no, know I, I agree hundred percent with what you were saying earlier. Uh, He's not in. He's not in a lot of things, but when he is, like, goddamn, like that most likable fucking guy I've ever right? seen in my life. Remember that movie, Sixteen Blocks, with Bruce yeah. Willis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck? Like, most he's in the, he's so in the Italian job. Like, he's just, he's just that's right. Ever, yeah, I mean, like, love him. So, all right, guys. So the last movie we're going to talk about, and I saved this for last because I've, you know, there's just so much to unpack here. Huge fan of this movie. And that's three billboards outside. Ebbing, Missouri. Mark, came out in 2000. Yeah, go ahead. What I'm you sorry, got? Very, very, very quick. I'm not going to hijack you. I just want to say, since we're doing a Sam Rockwell spotlight tonight, uh-huh. we should focus on Sam Rockwell for this movie because if we start unpacking uh, not the, three okay, billboards sure, sure, sure. all together, there you it go. might take up two fucking episodes because no. it is just, I mean, if we get into Francis McDormand and Woody Harrelson and the writing and the directing of Martin McDonough, yeah. like the whole thing, it's going to go all night. So, like, we, I, Guys, AJ, AJ, actually, yeah, eyes, eyes front. Uh, we're talking about Sam Rockwell in this movie, okay? Why, why am I being single? Because out? I don't need you to like reread War and Peace for everybody about three billboards, okay? It's funny. Some... I've got the script for that right in front of me now. <laughs> Is this something that I do? Is this? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying. Three billboards is such like a, I mean we could go all day so we, we could do it we could do it its own episode on three yeah billboards. so Marky I'm sorry I'm sorry I just wanted to no, just, I just want to qualify that go ahead that was a well warranted interruption because I I would be guilty about digging I fucking love this movie so good and yeah uh, but you're right we're, we're focusing on Sam Rockwell tonight his character is this guy named Dixon and he's a deputy in this movie and just the layers and what do you call it the arc that his yeah. character has yeah, yeah, yeah. in this movie is just fantastic i'll start it off a little bit it's been a while since i watched this movie and um i'll say what i remember and then you guys can uh hop, hop on and hopefully it'll jog my memory some 
But what I remember about Dixon in this movie is just his just pure asshole <laughs> attitude as this, this uh, small town deputy. And it's, it's that kind of cop that if you anyone's ever dealt with, if they've come from a small town or driven through a small town, it's that guy that just is not that bright but has too much power. I mean, that's like a, it's like a stereotypical cop in a lot of instances. Yeah. And you grow to hate him very quickly. And it's very obvious why, but by the end of the movie over these different events, he wins you over and he just ends up being this person that you admire and you root for and you want to see him win. And my favorite part about that movie is at the very end when he's talking to Francis McDormand and he's telling her that he's like, I found the guy. I think it's the guy. And she's like, are you sure it's him? And he's like, I don't know, but he's done some bad <laughs> shit. Yeah. You know, and he's like packing a shotgun in the trunk and he's just ready to do whatever. Like he's ready to go all out. And he's like, turns bad. He's turned his badge in at that point. And, you know, just he he was so mean to Francis McDormand throughout the whole movie. And at the at the end, he ends up being like a real cop. He, he gets the DNA sample mm -hmm. by picking the fight with that guy. It's he won the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor in this role. Well deserved. Just the range that he went through with that guy. He he played off of all th this. I mean, this is the, the quintessential best supporting role kind of job, right? right. He played he played off of uh, Woody Harrelson, Francis McDormand, all of them so well. But then when he was kind of given his own uh, moment, for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. he just stole it. And it was, <laughs> God damn, he was he good. Um, but I'll, I'll go ahead and pass it off to you guys. Tim, what do you think? So, yeah, I mean, you, you said a lot of what I thought. I mean, I, I, I think if, if we're talking about um, casting choices uh, for any movie in the history of cinema, I don't know if there was anybody who could have pulled off this role better than Sam Rockwell because you had to, he had to be a complete, violent, like just sociopathic piece of shit for the majority of the movie. But at the same time, the audience needed to be ready to actually fall in love with him at the end, which you yeah. did. I mean, that is a, that is a feat that is not pulled off very often. And there's not many actors currently or dead that could have actually done that. And he did. I mean, man, throughout that movie, I remember thinking to myself, cause I, how much I love Sam Rockwell. I remember being like, this guy is a fucking prick. Like a vicious, like he, like yeah. he would just like he would beat the shit out of it, like male, female. He didn't care. Yeah. He was just an asshole. And then at the movie, that at the end of the movie, that that full circle, he comes. I mean, can you think of anybody just off the cuff right now who could have pulled this off other than Sam Rockwell? I'm asking you guys. Can you think of anybody else who could have done that? It's it'd be a very short list, and nothing comes to mind. I I, I don't I just I don't think and like at the same time you got to kind of be his physical stature and like his look about him and that kind of maybe, podunk town maybe michael fassbender's yeah penis. 
Uh, Not Michael oh, Fassbender. Okay. Just there we go. That's it. That's that's in the vault, isn't it? Um, I tried actually, to get no, it in there. No, DP. I think you're right. Actually, Michael Fassbender might have been able to do that. He's but I think the so, only one I could think of. I think of, Sam yeah. Rockwell would have done it better. But yeah, I I don't want to I don't want to go on too long because I know um you know there's a there's a lot. Let let me just do one quick thing, real quick. One thing that annoys the shit out of me. And again, we're supposed to be talking about Sam Rockwell, but the fact that three billboards lost to the shape of water that year for best picture. Oh it's kind of ridiculous. I like, I like shape of water, but like, come on, are you fucking kidding me? All right. Let yeah. me just, I, 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 that's off my chest. I'm okay. I don't have to say anything else. All right. Uh, DP, AJ, when do you guys want to go next? Sure. Uh, I mean, I mean, you guys are really kind of covering it, but the, like his character arc, uh, on its own really kind of you know it goes almost completely full circle you know at the end the the dna sample he got wasn't actually yeah. the the girl's murderer so he doesn't quite make it full circle but almost there and uh your feelings towards this character go full circle because at the beginning like when he goes and fucking throws red out that window right beast just beats shit the out of him fuck out of him yeah. and you know punches his girlfriend even while he's doing it and like the new uh like chief or sheriff or whatever shows up and sees him and you know you you're we don't see it but we're told uh that apparently in the past he like tortured and beat the shit out of uh, like a black guy. That's right. And so like this new chief shows up as a black man and you definitely get the hint that he's fucking racist as shit too. Mm -hmm. But it beat up white people too. Yeah, but by the end you see it's not just racism. He's just a piece of garbage. He's He's just just a a violent person. Yeah, he's just a fucking maniac. But he does start to come around at the end and like, yeah, you kind of root for him. You feel bad for him when he's getting the shit kicked out of him by those guys at the bar. Whereas if that happened in the first act, You'd be Good. rooting for those guys in the bar <laughs> to kick the shit out of him. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it, it's a great fucking arc. He handles it so well. Um, I mean, it, it's what I love about tonight. These, the, these, all these roles. He really shows so much range between all four of them. Or I guess just you could even call like six of seven of them because he had multiple roles in Moon and right. two heads mm-hmm. and uh, Hitchhikers. So. He his he runs the gamut, and he is so impressive in everything he does. He absolutely deserved the uh, the Oscar for this, and uh, I'm glad he got it. And yeah, uh, this movie overall deserved more credit than it got. This was, it, you know, I'll, I'll just keep going real quick. Um, because here's the thing, like especially I'm you know getting up there in age. I've seen a lot of movies. It's very rare that you get surprised by a movie. And this movie fucking surprised the shit out of me. Like when uh, Willoughby uh, goes into the fucking <laughs> into the stable there and puts the bag over his head. Right. I did not see that shit coming. I was fucking I was like, whoa, JP. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll stop rolling. Ah, uh, AJ. <laughs> You're talking but about the movie, not awesome. Sam Rockwell. Oh, my God. Oh, the movie. We could do a whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So the first scene you see Sam Rockwell in the film, uh, Dixon in the film, he's driving by the billboards mm-hmm. and he stops. That's to, right. <laughs> he stops to talk to the 
the two People of the guys, them, right? the, yeah, and putting it up. And then the second guy, he but he's coming from the wrong direction. He's too, coming so from the wrong direction. The whole story. <laughs> so, yeah. but, it, the, but he's talking to the second guy, this black guy who clearly knows who he is and spits on the ground, talks shit to him. And Dixon says, you know, I could arrest you right now if I want to. The guy's like, for what? He says, you know, for empty out your uh, bucket there. It's against the being bad against the environment laws. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he's just, it's just, that's where he begins. That's where we begin with him. You know what I mean? He's just right off the bat. But I don't want to belabor the point. You guys all mentioned it. The arc is what really separates his performance by the other ones that were nominated that year. He, absolutely deserved the Oscar as obviously did Francis McDormand, but we're talking about Sam and she, he has some great scenes with her. Yeah. That first scene mm-hmm. in the police station where, where he's like, where he's like, uh, where she says, yeah, get over here. She's, and he's like, no, you come over here. Yeah. <laughs> and they get in each other's face and the other cops like, she can't do that. And she just turns around and mean mugs the shit out of him and then goes back to Dixon and, and they're, you know, they're just like, you know, they're pulling the heads with the, yeah, pulling it. Yeah. Just waving the dicks at each other. And it's just, he's, he's playing with some heavy hitters in that movie yeah. and he holds his own and then some and wins a freaking Oscar. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's the arc. It's there's a great scene also early in the film when he's uh, in the bar and he's tying one on something fierce. Yeah, <laughs> and he's laying into red the uh, the billboard you know the the billboard maker. Um, and yeah. Uh, Peter and yeah, red and then Peter Dinklage's characters there too. Yeah, and he's get, they're playing uh, pool and he's just giving them shit, but. I forgot Sam, Peter Dinklage was in it. Yeah, Sam Rockwell's like drunk, like how he acts drunk. Yeah, <laughs> so spot on. Like his drunk, his drunken behavior was so so well done. Like <laughs> just the way he was even walking when he finally retreated, like after he had had his fill of like fucking, you know, going back and forth. They were getting the better of them because they're clearly smarter than him. And that was yeah. the way it was with most of the people he was interacting with. They yes, were all smart. They were all smarter than him. He was dumb. always inferior to them mentally. And, yeah. you know, he, so that's why he would resort to violence and had a temper and lived with his mom. And um, even his fucking chief, Chief Willoughby didn't like him. Chief yeah. Willoughby, he was on his side and he couldn't stand him. Yeah. Just couldn't kind of put up with stand him. him. Just put up with him. Yeah. Just tolerated him. Made, yeah. some, made an excuse here and there for him just to, you know, yeah. So, but I think uh, it was. I'm so glad he won that Oscar because, Me too. you know, it, it's the arc which lends itself, which makes you think well, story writing, right? Like the story, the arc is in the story. Sure. But it's the way that he plays that character uh, throughout that arc that is special. That's, so. that's what I was going to touch on is that, um, you know, we're pulling on the dick of Sam Rockwell tonight and right now, but. You know, this also for this particular instance, this uh, has to go. We got we got to touch the balls of Martin McDonough a little bit too for being the writer of this because he did. He's the writer and director of this movie, Mm. and he wrote this character, but no one else could have played this character. No, they casted it really well. It was perfect, perfect, perfect person to play it. Perfect Uh, person, and like you were saying, AJ, he. Sam Rockwell really deserves to be there when he's next to Francis McDormand 
and there's no you know you know sometimes when you watch a movie and like somebody like there's an actor or an actress that's just like so outstanding at their craft and then they're in a scene with somebody that you're just like oh yeah that person's just out doing... of their element yeah like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah shame leak yeah, yeah, yeah yes yeah, yeah. oh Sam... he mat he matched her and 100%. let's face let's face this francis mcdormand is maybe the best actress yeah acting Agreed. right now on the planet Agreed. And, and he one was of the going, best ever. And he was going toe to toe with her. Uh, Not on Nomadland, but and 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 let's face it, um, he he was not only in the same league, but he was you know, he was he was yeah. This really elevated my. I've he was he was Sam right Rockwell. there with yeah. her. He was. Yeah, this really elevated my appreciation and love for this guy, and something in this movie that I've noticed that there's like a bit of a trend in the movies that I like most that he's in is that he's got this uh, way of playing a character to where he's funny in a, like sometimes intentional, but oftentimes unintentional way he's funny and he can also be incredibly intense. Right. So obviously in this movie, yes, I agree with that. He's funny because he's dumb, but he's intense because he's violent. And then in the movie Moon, it's the same way. Like he's just kind of like he can be funny, but he's because he's losing his mind, so he's yeah. kind of funny in that regard. But he plays he plays the situation a, was intense. There's not many. How many other actors or actresses can you describe at this caliber that totes this line of being comical and funny and also just intense and just serious i mean moon three billboards hitchhikers obviously mostly comical but i've i've got you know uh seven psychopaths jojo rabbit vice or jojo rabbit jojo, jojo rabbit's yeah. a um a good uh, example as yeah. well where he infuses it with some humor but um you know but 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 plays it straight too yeah and yeah and does a really great job in that film Yes, this this movie, Three Billboards. Obviously, if no one's ever seen it, this is one of those ones. It's oh, incredibly special. It There's is nothing Very. else like it. Yeah. Everyone needs to it got, see it. It got robbed at the Oscars. Two Oscar uh-huh. wins out of seven nominations. Was a, yeah, that, uh, that was it was a bit joke. of a, a bit of a joke. It was the two actors that won the awards. Uh, Woody Harrelson was also nominated, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, you know he's Martin an under he, he's, and and Harrelson's underrated. So. You know, let's give credit with credit was is due. Uh, Rockwell was in a film with some really, really good actors. Yeah, and he shined in that. Him and really and him and Francis McDormand, obviously, but you know they they were they were both amazing. So and the scenes they have together are just electric. Absolutely, it's. I mean, I in my opinion, this is the uh, this movie portrays. Sam Rockwell at his finest. Yes. His acting ability. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. If you, yes. If you guys, if you guys, uh, damn it, Gary, you got anything else to add to this movie? We can go ahead and start throwing out some other nominations for, uh, real, Sam real quick. I just want to say, yeah. Gary, I kind of, I kind of want to move to Ebbing, Missouri. Mm. Just because if you think about it, right? Like Woody Harrelson, Willoughby's wife, way the fuck out of his league. And then, like her ex-husband with the like the nineteen-year-old girlfriend, 
way yeah. out of his league. Samara, yeah. Samara, yeah. Samara, there was desperate women at Ebbing. Was, we should yeah. probably move there. That was Samara. <laughs> we, that was Samara weaving, by the way. It's like that it's whole like area of the country. I mean, <laughs> if you have, if you just like have half decent dental hygiene, you can get like the right? hottest chick yeah. like ever. Like, yeah, well, except for poor yeah. Dixon, <laughs> who's living with his mom. So yeah, Marky, I'd love to just very briefly like let's not get Mac, into yeah. You, for, mean, you mean Max Mom? Yeah, right. Yeah, Max Mom. Yeah, um, <laughs> a couple. Yeah. Well, yeah. So <laughs> since we're talking about uh, three billboards, um, my my first nomination for another um, Sam Rockwell movie is Seven Psychopaths because that's another Martin McDonough movie that he wrote and directed, and I would love to see more McDonough movies. And yeah. Sam Rockwell paired well, together. Mc, they really I, need, I, I need to see that. I've not. McDonough did uh, *In Bruges*, which is in he our, did. which is in our I vault. Love that movie. Right. One of my favorite movies. It's, it's in our vault. It's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, Seven Psychopaths is. Uh, he's more of a playwright. Uh, he, absolutely, hundred percent. That guy he's more he's plays a playwright. Yeah, yeah. In, he, in he does movies that. In Bruges is not in the vault. What? Wait a minute. Hold on. I've never seen it, Bruce. How could it be in the vault? Oh, that's the problem. Yes, I'm looking uh, at it right now. It DP hasn't seen it. So Son Seven Psychopaths is, uh, is, you know, out of those three right. movies, that one's like the lesser of the three, but it's, it's, there's no reason. Like, it's, it's still Whoa. a fantastic movie. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, Mikey. We've um, talked about this ad nauseum, but I'll throw Jojo Rabbit out there. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's I love Jojo Rabbit so much. Um, and 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 Rockwell's character um, always pops on screen when he's there, and mm-hmm. I love I love his character throughout, and his part the part he plays in the the kid's journey. Like I just love it, yeah. guys. What what about a movie we just talked about with Galaxy Quest? Remember, like in the yeah, tournament? Like, I love that movie. His character Dude, is hysterical in that movie. Yeah, yeah. He he keeps thinking that he's gonna get killed off because he's like this minor character. Yeah, he's like just out of the blue, like yeah. late to the party. But um, I, I will say um, he's got a really underrated role in the Green Mile, which he got. Like oh, that's a, right. He got like a, he got some nomination for it. Um, mm. I will throw this one random out there. I don't know if you guys have seen that Richard Jewell movie. I've not. not seen it. Okay, don't go out of your way because of I course it's a Clint so. Eastwood movie, so most oh. of the time it sucks. Um, but the only saving grace in that movie is Sam Rockwell. He's I can see that. Fucking awesome. Um, the guy that plays Richard Jewell, yeah, Kathy Bates is annoying. Um, oh, oh. The, the guy oh, that, that plays Richard Jewell though is fucking hilarious in the I Tanya movie. Yeah, he is he's great. so goddamn funny. He's in that great. Movie. He's super annoying in, in Richard Jewell. The girl, oh, it's Olivia, Olivia Wilde. Is that her name? That plays the uh, reporter Richard Jewell. It's it, it, it's not gonna Sam Rockwell carries that movie. If there's any redeeming quality of Richard Jewell, it's Sam Rockwell. It's just not even close. So I I, I would I would uh, actually if you haven't seen it, Sam Rockwell alone is good enough. And then uh, if you haven't seen Frost Nixon, great I have not. Flick, I have not. Great great flick. Sam Rockwell's amazing in that too. Small yeah. roles, very small role. Um, he was in. This really kind of like under the radar, low budget, no one saw movie called uh, Iron Man Two, where he played uh, oh, a right. bad guy called Justin Hammer. Yeah, and he, was, he, he dude, as he was such an awesome villain in that movie, yeah, he was agreed. so great. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely worth checking. Checking he, him. He out tries to he rips guy. off like Tony Stark and like the arms industry 
and like yeah. playing that playing that Playboy uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on the stage. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, he, he yeah, he's like a like wannabe it. Tony Stark. I yes. like it. <laughs> um, you guys ever see Vice with uh, Christian Bale? No, he's nominated for an Academy Award for it. That's a movie I haven't seen. Um, Which is, I, I, I mean, I not sure. you uh, you other guys haven't seen it either. I have not seen it. I watched it once, and I I was honestly shocked to see that he was nominated for that role because from what I remember, he only had like five lines. Like he was barely in the movie. But I mean, it was a, it was a fine movie. There's there yeah. nothing against it. It was just kind of like weird. Like, I... hmm. Did oh, we lose yeah. Marky? That's what I thought too. Yeah, Marky. Uh, shit. All right, I'll cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he looks very pained right there. Doesn't he? Oh, there he is. Hey, there he is. Did you lose me? We sure did, Marky. We sure did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, We got to call it a night. Uh, Next week, we will be doing the entire second round of the Laughing Stock tournaments. It'll be sixteen big time matchups. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be quite the. uh, Quite the episode. Uh, there's gonna be some bangers uh, for these matchups, and we actually still have a few that are in limbo. There's a couple that social media is still that I, I actually still need to put up as well, uh, just to, to to get everything together for next week. But um, I think it'll be a really fun episode. <clears throat> you know, when we did the villains one, we we were able to to hammer that out in one episode. I think we'll be able to do that. We just need to be quick about it, and uh, it'll be fun. Everyone loves uh, laughing stock. It's very popular uh, among our listeners. So um, yes, it's, yeah, uh, we... it's it's sweeping the nation <laughs> on <laughs> yeah, on yeah. our social media, which it's... you can find us at Movie Council Pod on uh, on Instagram, on Facebook, even Twitter. We don't tweet that much because Twitter sucks balls. We're uh, trending. But, yeah. Uh, so at Movie Council Pod, or you can send us an email to moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a rating and a review. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it it helps the podcast tremendously. So Hashtag just, movie council pod. Yeah. Mm. Everything you tweet, just throw that hashtag on there. So, All right, boys. Well, uh, great job tonight. We'll be back with the Laughing Stock Tournament. I don't know how week. hashtags work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter is a cesspool. I told you guys. Oh, hello. Hello. All right. So uh, next week, laughing stock. I know everyone's excited for it. We're excited for it. And uh, unless anybody else has any uh, things to get off their chest, everybody good? Um, everybody happy? Yeah, I think so. I think that's all right. Oh, right. sorry. One more thing. Hello. <laughs> all right. So uh, guys, uh, for myself, for DP, for AJ, for Marky, we will see you next week for the second round of the laughing stock tournament. I hope you guys have an amazing week. We will talk to you later. Good night. Ciao, Bella. Night, night. Uh, good night. Oh, Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yes. The movie council is adjourned.